Hey, yo, this is Lil Jon 36 Spider Mixtape Series. Life good, I'm living comfortable Only when you up is when niggas gon' fuck with you yeah. When you rock bottom, where's the love for you? Where's the love? Did this shit on my own, so on my own I do what I wanna do Don't Count it up to my thumbs are blue no I just woke up feeling wonderful yeah. Life good, I'm living comfortable Only when you up is when niggas gon' fuck with you When you rock bottom, where's the love for you? Did this shit on my own, so on my own I do what I wanna do Count it up to my thumbs are blue Now they saying I'm selfish if your tax bracket ain't higher than mine, then how could you help me? Your five immediate friends is who you becoming, I'm trying to be wealthy With the table to the table, nigga, now I'm eating healthy Fuck what you tell me, fuck what fuck you tell me Went to sleeping in the hallway, the square footage in the foyer Shout out my supporters, who really fuck with me the long way They say I'm the goat, I'm just something like it The real king of New York, put that on the Bible Four rings on the forehead, never sit night it I just woke up feeling wonderful Life good, I'm living comfortable Only when you up is when niggas gon' fuck with you When you rock bottom, where's the love for you? Like, where's the love? Did this shit on my own, so on my own I do what I wanna do Count it up to my thumbs are blue I just woke up feeling wonderful Yeah, life good, I'm living comfortable Only when you up is when niggas gon' fuck with you When you rock bottom, where's the love for you? Where's the love? Did this shit on my own, so on my own I do what I wanna do Count it up to my thumbs are blue Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. This is Ali Hoostar365, and as you expect again, the podcast, episode 188. And in today's podcast, we're going to talk about hip-hop in its retrospect 30 years later and where it stands, the culture, its influence, positive and negative, and where we stand at today at 2022. Now, I lived during those times, so I've seen it, I've heard it, you know, in the whole 30 years. And uh, our culture is not the way it is because it wasn't planned for it to be the way it is. See, I'm going to run down the top 10 albums in 1985 in hip-hop, okay? At number one, was LL Cool J. And number two was Maintronics. Shit alive, shit alive. We're going through hip hop history here. Here's 1985 top 10 albums of hip hop. At number three was Run DMC with uh, King of Rock. I'm the King of Rock. There's nothing higher. Sucker MCs, they call me sire. At number four, they went out to the bay, Oakland, California, to Too Short. At number five, 
it was too short again. He had two albums that year. And this was called Don't Stop Rapping. And at number six was the Fat Boys. The Fat Boys are back. At number seven was the World Class Wrecking Crew. They were dope. The World Class Wrecking Crew, 1985. And number eight was Nucleus, where space is the power. No, space is the place. And number nine was West Coast Crew. And then coming in at 10 was UTFO. And then after them came Public Enemy, KRS-One, Brand Nubian, De La Soul, you know, all conscious rappers. That was in the forefront. You know, they used to wear the big African beads with the medallions, the wooden medallions, the red, black, and green, black power, you know, Boricuas. We, you know, everybody was in the twine because hip-hop started in the Bronx. It was Puerto Ricans and African-Americans. So now fast forward it to 30 years from now. Because when my childhood, listening to hip hop, it was about having fun. It was about dressing up nice, play sports, get girls, get money. That was it. And then everybody had their, their lane. Nobody did all of them all at once. Nobody was the pretty boy, nobody was the money getter, nobody was the athlete, you know, nobody played all the roles, like today. In today's hip-hop, they want to do everything. So, it's like in life, if you burn the candle on both ends, it's going to come to a head, it's going to meet. Right? So, in 1987, in 1986-87, that's when the powers to be, the record labels, and the judicial system, am I saying it right? Jurisdictions, whatever, however you say it, the court system, the way it's set up, the prisons and all that, right? Then they had the meeting, and they said, yo, listen, we're going to select a few artists, and then these artists right here, they're going to have to conform to what our plan is. And then if you conform to what the plan is, then you're going to be paid for the rest of your life, per se, the Illuminati, right? The Masons. So what's the reason that they created that? Why they did that? Why they did the wreck the music? It was in 1985, it was like at its finest. Everyone was awake, everyone was conscious, everybody was getting money, getting girls, looking fly, you know. When you went outside to hang out with your boys or with your girlfriends, it wasn't no shootings, it was none of that. Anybody was involved in that because that's the lane that they were in. They were into gangs and all that. But even then, because gangs back then wasn't like that like it is today. You know, we used to just hang out. Like when I was a kid, I had 15 friends, and we hung out every day. We got stopped a few times by the police, and the police asked us, were well, we a gang? I said, no, we're just friends, and we play basketball together. We play baseball together. We ride bikes together. We go swimming to the, to the Rotunda Pool in North New Jersey. Go to Branchwood Park, play baseball. We used to play baseball right in the schoolyard. Stickball, wall ball, it was called. So, 
when the hip hop went conscious and positive, then the then the, the the system wasn't making no money. Nobody was going to jail. Nobody was going to prison. Nobody was going. Nobody was going to the grave early. Teenagers and all that. Nobody was dying young. People were living long lives. So that's why they came up with the concept and they said, "Yo, listen, we got to direct these kids." to go another route to fill up our prisons, to fill up our courtrooms, to hire our, our attorneys, to go to the emergency rooms, get the hospitals and the doctors, get their salaries, get the COs paid, the police department paid, the lawyers, everybody's getting paid. Everybody's getting paid. And then the, the, the artists who they brought to the meeting in California, that's the meeting they had with them. They said, listen, we don't want to hear that no conscious shit. We want to hear about what's going on in your neighborhood. And we need that gangster, gangster music. And then boom, NWA came out. Fuck the police, gangster this and gangster that. Shoot them up, kill, kill, kill. And everybody's like, oh shit, even me. Damn, that's hot. Cause before then was public enemy. Public enemy was, you know, waking you up telling you to open your third eye, public enemy. Power to the people, fight the power. 911's a joke. You know, all those records. So, 30 years later, they constructed the plan and they executed the plan. They did it with the music and the megahertz in the music that programs the minds of the young. It programs the minds of everyone, really. And you're listening to that all day long, all day long, and it's telling you to go outside and shoot and go outside and, and spend the block and go outside and scam and go outside and kill and go outside and hurt people. And then they got all the women now in this culture. Just look at social media. I was on my explore page today, and no lie, in 2013, 2014 is when I first created my first IG. And the explore page on IG was people who were striving to, you know, to make it. Entrepreneurs, artists, painters, you know, cars and all that. Now you go, go to your explore page. If you go on Instagram, go to your explore page and you'll see. All the people that's on this four page is all women, all black women and all Latinas. And they're all have their backs turned to the phone and they're all shaking their asses and showing their bodies and exposing their bodies. And you go to TikTok and you'll see somebody make a post. She just standing there. I just seen one early day. She was just sitting there eating chips. And it had a half a million views. Then another one, same with big old hips, plastic hips, plastic everything showing her body. She's got two million followers on TikTok. So this is the agenda that is being pushed to our culture. So thirty years later, here it is. This is what is this? This is what they created. This society created this. What this does is. It continues to build wealth, generational wealth, for them. 
And when I say them, I mean them, not us. And when I say us, I mean urban America. Urban America is still run down. Still homeless people. People robbing and stealing and killing and disrespecting the elderly. When I was a kid, we were taught to respect your elders and respect the elderly. Help them cross the street. Help them carry their bags. They don't have a car. You drive them to the store. Help them shop. Now they ain't punching. They, I see it on TikTok. They knocking elderly people out and taking their cars and take, snatching their purses out their hand, knocking them down. So yesterday at a news conference in Philadelphia, the mayor or the governor, whoever he was, he got on there talking to you know, the big bad wolf about he's going to lock all the kids up, the OUF gang and the UAD, whatever. He, just, he was naming all of the gangs. That He said that you guys are all going to jail. Of course. You mean to tell me there's nothing else that, that can be created to prevent from having mass incarceration once again? There's already over 2 million people incarcerated in the United States. More than any country in the world. You don't believe me? Google it. And eighty and eighty-seven percent of the people incarcerated in the United States are people of color, black and Latinos. Because it's been programmed that way. It's been programmed. Why? And people say why? Because that's how they earn income off of us. Forever. My dad, I went, my son went, his son will go, my son will go, my grandson will go. Like, that's just, that's the destiny. That's what they're pushing. That's what you see in the forefront. And now we got the young ladies outside doing it too, acting real masculine and acting like men, and they going around shooting people too. They going around setting people up, carjacking, home invasions. They doing everything too. And then the female, the, and for the female artists who's trying to get in the rap game, they are saying, oh, well, we got to expose our bodies to get seen and we got to talk real reckless and, and nasty and disrespectful with no morals and no concept of self-respect. They talk about their private parts. They talk real vulgar. It's just like real disrespectful. Well, that's what the program that's what they want. So they put that to the forefront. That goes on the Explorer page. That goes on the FYP page. That goes, they got millions and millions of followers. The most disrespectful, ignorant people got the most followers on social media. I already did a case study. When I put when I post positive stuff, I get zero views. When I post something, when I go outside and I see something and I, and I, and I record it and I post it, then that one goes viral. 80,000. I had one go 97,000 views. Another one went 80,000 views. Another one did 30,000. Another one did 56,000. And then all the artists today are all, look, look, all the artists on TikTok and on, on social media, what are they, what they, what they rapping about? What are they singing about? 
They got all that talent. They know how to ride a beat. They know how to write. They know how to do. They know how to create hooks. They know how to create melodies. They know how to create a bridge. They know how to do an intro. They know how to do an outro song concept. But the lyrics are all the same. They're all talking about shooting and killing each other, doing drugs and shooting and killing each other. And then TikTok lets prisoners, inmates, on their platform. But then they say it'd be a community guideline and take your video down for something like petty as hell. But you got guys sitting in prison, millions of followers. I seen a post last week, the guy sitting there counting all his money in prison. He had a Rolex, he had rings, chain, a 60-inch TV in his cell. Like, what the hell is going on? How is that possibly reforming that young man? It's not. They don't want it to reform him. You know why? Because of him leaving on parole or getting out completely in sentence and him coming back to prison is like 80-something percent. Guarantee. And I remember when I went, I went to prison for selling drugs, and I did ten years. Then when I when I was leaving, the last thing that that CEO said to me was, "I see you when you come back. You be back." And I said, "Yeah, right." And I never, I never did. I never went back. Because I had a plan. And when you're coming out, if you don't have a plan and then you don't execute the plan, then of course, how, how are you going to eat? If you're in urban America and you ain't getting no money and the rent is due and your kids got to eat and your baby mama's taking you to child support and everybody's pressuring you and I'm telling you you ain't shit and you ain't never going to be shit, then you're going to go do what you know how to do, whether it's hustling, robbing, scamming, carjacking, whatever it is, whatever, how you can get money, that's what you're going to resort to. So here it is all these years later, now they want to start locking up all the, young, all the youth. They want to start locking up everybody now. They just made a press conference yesterday. It's going to make them even more wealthier. Instead of creating some type of program or, all right, Go to the music labels and say, all right, listen, enough's enough. All the artists, you guys can make songs and them beats sounding good. All right, let's start making feel-good music. Start making music that inspires the youth. Start making music that teach the youth. You can put it in songs, how to start their own label, how to start their own clothing line, how to, how to get an LLC, you know, how to get EIN numbers. How to restore your credit. How to improve your credit. How to communicate with another human being. How to respect the elderly. How to respect adults. How to respect each other. How to respect yourself. And now a lot of the artists are getting backlash. Now, finally. And now they're saying, well, we'll just... Uh, I ain't living that lifestyle. I'm just talking about the stuff what I see and what I got. What I there. Yeah, but you're, but you're misguiding and misleading and telling the kids and glorifying it and telling them that's it and that's not it. 
Getting shot and getting killed at a young age is not it, man. I don't know how else you want to phrase it. It ain't gangster. It ain't macho. It ain't wapo. It ain't tough. It ain't none of that. You only get one life. Or you end up in a wheelchair. Or end up with a tube in your neck. When you got to talk. Or you end up with a philosophy bag. You can't even go to the bathroom. Just sit down. And get your thoughts together. You got to poop right in that bag. And that bag start to stink. And you got to change the bag. Or you get in a wheelchair. Or you get sent to prison for 10 years. 20 years. Dirty, not even up 30, 40, 100 years. So this is why every time I, I meet the youth, or, you know, the young people in general, I tell them. But I, I said I introduce myself. Hey, this is what I do. I'm such, I'm such and such, and this is what I do. Da, 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 da. Follow me. Check it out. Go listen to the message. Check out the podcast. Respect the game. The podcast now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel at Hoodstar World. Click the link in my bios and check out the websites. One is hoodstar365tvradio.com. If you're an artist, submit your music. Get your song on the radio. Submit your music video. You know, all positivity. We can't lose everybody. If we lose everybody, there's going to be nobody left. Innocent people are being killed every day all over the United States in urban America, in the hood. You can't say you don't have the information because you got your phone in your hand every day. If you're not seeking information and knowledge with your phone, then you're being ignorant to yourself and you're robbing yourself. You're carjacking yourself. You're gangbanging yourself. You're playing yourself out. You're playing yourself short. And you're living short lives. Life is beautiful. Listen to music for entertainment. When I listen to music, right, I don't hear, the, I really don't hear the words. I really don't, I, I hear the beat and the melody of the artist. I, I, you know what I mean? I don't know how people let that control their mind. They really go outside, whatever, whatever the artist says, they go outside and they do it. And here it is, 2022, and majority, all the population in the United States is idol worshipers. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, idol worshiping is you're worshiping the athletes, and the athletes are being paid two, three hundred, four hundred million dollars to play sports. You're worshiping artists who are being paid hundreds of millions of dollars to convey that message, to kill each other, to go to prison, to gangbang, to do drugs, all negativity. And then everybody puts them on a pedestal. But you know how many lives they have ruined sending that message? We're talking about millions and millions of people all across the globe because now the music is on the internet. So everybody, that child over there in uh, Ukraine, he hears them songs. In Palestine, he hears those songs. In Africa, they, 
And now they're all mimicking it. Now they're all doing it. And they're all rapping and singing about the same thing. So it's time for the artists to step up and say, yo, listen, I'm not, like Eminem did it a few years back, and they blackballed him. And Eminem said, yo, I'm not making no more records talking about that. I'm making music about being, you know, fun and exhibiting my skills at bars and metaphors. I don't want to make songs about that anymore. Nah, that ain't it. Right, so we looked at the top 10 albums from 1985, right? So now, let's look at the top 10 albums for 2022. And the message and the agenda and the energy they're putting out. It's crazy. Let's see. Let's check it out. Okay, at number one, top artist in the world is Drake. Well, Drake is positive because all he talks about is he makes music for women. He don't be talking about that gang stuff. So I don't understand why the rest of the industry don't do what he's doing because he has the blueprint and he's the number one rapper in the world and he's the most wealthiest. At number two, Kanye West. Another artist who's subconscious, a mega entrepreneur, he's number two. Then at number three, here it comes, here it comes. At number three is Lil Nas X, and that's the agenda that they started pushing on the kids. Demonic behavior, disrespectful. Then at number four, for the ladies. At number four is Meg, Megan Thee Stallion. She's raunchy as hell, and she talks about her ass every song and twerking every video and showing her ass, even when she performs. Got all the young girls now going to get BBLs because everybody want to have a big ass. At number five, The Baby. Well, he does gangster music, but he wasn't too gangster when he just got interrogated at the police station. So that shows you that this is smoke and mirrors and it's nothing but entertainment. He's talking all that gangster shit and he was in there telling. Here's another one. I don't know how she's ranked number six because I, I try to listen to her music and the music is completely trash. The music is trash. Sawweedy, Sawweedy, I can't even say her name. Saw Sweetie. At number seven, Machine Gun Kelly. He done changed over to rock 
to rock and roll, acid rock. So he shouldn't even be on the hip hop list, even though he can rap. At number eight, DDG. I never heard a song of him ever in my life, but he's a YouTuber. At number nine, Future. Now, Future knows how to ride a beat, and his, and his melodic sound is dope. But the message is terrible. Molly's, Perk, womenizing, gangs, and all that shit. And number, number 10, Young Thug. I'm surprised they even did a Rico on Young Thug because Young Thug is doing exactly what they want him to do, what they've been wanting the, the, the hip-hop artists to do. Is to convey that message and tell all the kids to go outside and be fucking idiots. Kill, 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 and go to prison. So now he's facing life in prison. Then at number 11 is Little Baby. Dope ass flow, dope sound. He got some, uh, uh, you know, quite a few songs conveying a positive message, you know, and inspiring you. But a lot of it is talking about street shit. But now he's worried about getting caught up in the Rico. I won't be surprised they go snatch him up. And then they got the kid Laurie. I don't know who I don't even know who that is. Then at 13, J. Cole. At 14, Burner Boy from Africa. At 15, Travis Scott. His music is demonic. It's a cult. His sound, the megahertz that his music is in and the sounds that he making and all that, that's all devil worshiping. Worshiping the beast. Then you got Dirt. Dirt is the message. You know, life is real. Everybody's back. Quick break. It's crazy, man. It's like you can't trust nobody. It's real out here, Philly. Where I'm from is the slum, they catching bodies. Conviction rate high, they quick to tell on somebody. Gotta watch the ops where you can barely trust your partners. Had to get out, was running out of options. Where I'm from, full of jackets and robbers. You can be fooled when they try to hit somebody. Ain't no jobs that they robbing for a problem. Had to get out, was running out of options. Things ain't changed, the hood is still the same Niggas still jacket, niggas still hate So how can I relate them? Black skin, black fist, black mask Same choices of life, future they guarantee Convention wrote at an all-time high Fiends still getting high, trying to get by Ride with the same crew, cops like how you It's get down or lay down, stay from the blood rounds Old bodies been found, found when the youth Everybody ain't telling the truth, fantasy life Everybody got a bad buddy broke Words I speak at an all-time high If it's selling dreams, a selling dope Just to get by Life's a risk, life's a bitch Life will get you rich Life will make you broke Choice for life, life's a bitch Now ain't that some shit Where I'm from is the slum, they catching bodies Conviction rate high, they quick to tell on somebody Gotta watch the ops where you can barely trust your partners Had a kid, I was running out of options Cops, damn the game is dirty. You ain't no cop, 
like snakes in the grass All over some ass The price of the game is like a story being told Like a story being sold That's where I'm from Niggas catching bodies You can't trust the soul Paperwork, paperwork like paper boy Niggas playing with them big toys Trying to make big noise Paperwork, paperwork like paper boy Niggas making big noise, uh where I'm from is the slum, they catching bodies Conviction rate high, they quick to tell on somebody Gotta watch the ops where you can barely trust your partners Had a kid, I was running out of options Where I'm from, full of jackets and robbers You can be fooled when they trying to eat somebody Ain't no jobs that they robbing for a problem Had to get out, was running out of options Where you can barely trust your partners Had to get out, was running out of house Where I'm from, full of jackets and robbers You can be fooled when they trying to eat somebody Ain't no jobs that they robbing for a problem Had to get out, was running out of options Yes sir, we run out of options so they say, but we you're not running out of options. There's plenty of options, man. This is Hoodstar365, and this is Respect the Game, the podcast, episode 188. Now streaming on all podcast platforms, Apple and Spotify. Sponsored by HoodstarWorld.com. You know, urban clothing line, comfortable wear, hoodies, joggers, short sets, snapbacks, and the whole nine. Go check it out at HoodstarWorld.com. And tune into the radio station at hoodstar365tvradio.com. Hip-hop's future stars. All indie artists showcase platform. All right? So getting back to the topic, we were having a retrospect, and we're looking back at hip-hop 30 years later. So 30 years ago, the, the, number, the top 10 artists in the world were conscious rappers. Rappers who talked about women, Clothes, cars, get money. There was nobody talking about killing one another. And fast forward 30 years later, the top 10 rappers today are all gangster rappers and they're all telling our kids and the youth to go outside and hurt people. That is cool to be intoxicated and to be high and to be addicted to drugs and to go get guns and go shoot somebody you went to school with in elementary school and you know them because all, you're all in the same community and everybody knows each other. And you kill him, then they come back and kill you, then they go back and kill them, then they come back and kill you. It's a, a never-ending story. So they said, well, why are you speaking on it? Well, why I'm speaking on it is because I've experienced both sides of the fence. 
I've been on both sides of the fence. So I got to experience both emotions. The victim and then the person who, you know, who defended themselves and took somebody's life. So I had two loved ones. I lost one who was, who was killed since his gun violence. And then I had, my, I had a loved one that was incarcerated and he did 15 years for killing someone. So now with the music, all the youth. And I said this too. I said this 20 years ago. I said, oh my God. Yo, look at the direction hip hop is going in. Yo, when these babies grow up 20 years from now, 15 years from now, it's going to be a problem, bro. The streets are not going to be the same. Now you got to watch where you're at, where you're walking, who you're talking to, how you're talking to them, how you drive. A simple blow on the horn at somebody will get you killed. Staring at somebody too long will get you shot in your face. And then they laugh about it and then record it and put it on social media. Or they say they're smoking, they're smoking the whatever pack of that person that passed away. So it's all idol worshiping. And then they created the video games and the video games really enhanced the desynthesizing the kids and the youth of death. Because the video games is all shooting and killing. And they play that for hours and hours and hours. Seven days a week addicted to that. And if you take it from them, they have a, a serious attack, an emotional breakdown. So now they're de desynthesized to killing and hurting people, they go outside and they do it and they, they don't feel no type of remorse. They don't feel no type of way about it. They go, look at that kid that killed 17 people. He went to McDonald's and sat down there and ate a McDonald's meal. Relax, chilling, like nothing happened. He was talking to one of his friends. But his friends, you know, they, he noticed that all the cops and everything going back and forth, helicopters and everything all around the place. He knew something was going on. So he, he followed his conscience, his uh, intuition. Because the kid kept asking him for a ride somewhere. He's like, nah, man, give me no ride, bro. Thank God that guy didn't pull out and you know, take his life too for not wanting to give him a ride. So here it is, 30 years from now, and the plan was executed. The plan was definitely executed. When they wrote the plan, it was executed. Now, so much so that there was no more room in the, in the prisons that's built around the country. So they started building new prisons and private prisons. And the investors started coming in and building, buying land and building their own prisons in their land, on their land. So now you got mass incarceration. And now it's going to be more mass incarceration. They're doing sweeps, man, where they're just going on, on the block and picking everybody up. Whatever you're claiming, you and your whole crew going to the feds forever. That's money. That's thirty. That's forty-two thousand dollars per person when you get transitioned. When they first lock you up and then they put you in the county, there's seventeen thousand. But then when you go to court and get sentenced, and then you actually get processed to state prison or to the feds, that's like thirty-five to forty forty-two thousand dollars per inmate a year. 
And now they charge you when you're locked up too. So when you get out, now you're getting out with a bill. Or if, they, if, you're, if your people sending you commissary, they're taking that commissary money to pay your bill every month. No, true story, man. That's why I tell the kids now when I'm here, yo, you know how to play sports? Play sports, bro. You're an artist, record. Stay out the way, man. Stay out the way, man. Don't get, don't get, don't get suckered into them playing you out your square and falling off the same cliff as everybody else. All everybody's doing the same thing, acting the same, talking the same, singing the same, rapping the same, you know, carrying guns, ski masks all day, hoodies all day, gang banging, all this nonsense, bro. That has no benefits to you, your children, your mother, your father. No benefit, no positive benefit, no positive outcome can come out of that. And then for the rappers who's rapping about that and pushing that and acting like they, they, you know, they, they about that, then they being killed at an all-time high. Last year alone, we lost 326 rappers nationwide. And we're already on pace to break that record this year. And we're only in August. So we're in the last quarter of the year. So they say, always guard your tongue. Because what you put out to the universe is going to come right back to you. So if you're spilling negative energy every day, all day, all day, negative, 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 negative is going to come back to you. It's just how the universe works. So that's why you should be speaking positivity into the universe and, and manifesting what it is you want. Like now, the, the month of August, the, the source of energy is so strong right now that's coming off the sun, and they're saying that the portal is open. So now's the time where you should be praying and asking him and be real dis, uh, distinctive and, and precise what it is you want and be specific and ask for it and just keep working for it every day. Like, I do this every day. I do a podcast. I go outside. When I go outside, I don't go outside to be lollygagging. I don't hang out. I don't hang with nobody. I don't got no, no posse. I don't do none of that. When I go out, it's for a purpose. Either to get food or go take my daughter to go shopping, get some shoes or whatever, some clothes, or I go get my car service, or I go and I pull up somewhere and I grind the merch pull the table out and lay all my merch on the table and start selling my merch. Hood Star World. It wasn't easy and, it, and it's still not easy. You know, but I've overcome the fear. So I made this t-shirt. Face your fears. Face your fears. Because your fear is the only thing that's blocking you from succeeding. And then anybody that's giving you negative energy, whether it's your friends, your family, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your mom, whoever, then you got to block that negative energy out and you got to continue to strive and continue to strive. You don't need nobody around you to tell you that you're great. You don't need nobody around you to pat you on your back telling you you're doing the right thing. Everything that you're doing every day on a daily, you're moving your limbs. Like, look, I'm moving my limbs. I'm speaking, I can hear, I can see, I can record. All that is a blessing. From my higher power. From the Lord, the creator of everything between the heavens and the earth. 
Now to the point to where this society in 2022, they they pushing the faith out. They don't even want to talk in school or smoke about in school. They don't believe in the in religion. They don't believe in God. They say everything is science. Everything is science. Everything is no. That's they creating all kind of vaccines. Whatever, come out. Oh, your ass hurts. We got a vaccine for that. Oh, your toe swollen. We got a vaccine for that. Everything, everything is science. So you, you know, no more praying. Who are you praying to? You're just wasting your time praying. All right. You can't be serious, bro. Look at the world right now. God is God. Not to get too heavy into religion, but like He is upset and He's giving us a taste of His wrath. Look at what's going on around the world, or here, even here in the United States. Do you know that Las Vegas was flooded and it's being rained on again? Las Vegas is in a desert. Their strip, the strip, the three strips they got where everybody be partying, all devil's playground. It was all flooded, man, like 10 feet of water. The water went into the casinos on the floor and damaged all the, the hotels and everything. Last week in Saudi Arabia, it's desert. Last week in Saudi Arabia, a massive flood. Rain came out of nowhere, a big storm. And a big flood. And it created a big... And everybody freaked out. Ah! Japan, same thing. China, same thing. China getting real, real big giant sinkholes. I mean, I mean humongous sinkholes. Cause they don't have no respect. They're bombing and keep throwing bombs in the air, and they're coming right back down on their soil. And they're testing nuclear weapons underground. And what that's doing is, is making the ground weak and it's creating sinkholes. So the whole planet is misguided, being misled, being destructive. Everybody's threatening each other. If you go against that person, that person's going to kill you. If you go against her, she's going to kill you. Look, this actress, she just killed her boyfriend. He was only 17 years old. She's an actress, professional actress in Hollywood because he disagreed with her. And she stabbed him and killed him. And people are losing their mind. Everybody's suffering right now from anxiety, depression, loneliness. So people are resorting to drugs and alcohol, and they're raging, and they're going outside. It's all, it's all, it's on, it's all on social media. People are going crazy in, in McDonald's and Wendy's and drive throughs and shooting each other in broad daylight, carjacking the broad. People are walking in the stores with bags and just filling up and walking out. It's gotten so bad they said, listen, shoplifting is not a felony anymore. It's just a misdemeanor. So don't risk your life trying to tackle somebody from stealing. Just claim it and you'll get it through the insurance. You'll get paid for those products. So now everybody's starting to do it. A jeweler in New York, I think it was, Somebody just ran up in his shop and took $2 million worth of jewels, diamonds and all that. No, nobody was buying that shit, so that's the play. Like that pastor in New York, he's scamming, and then he know he in hot water, so now he set up a, uh, like he getting robbed on a live stream 
All that's a scam. All that shit is a setup. Props. And that's what the world's come to. Everybody's selling their souls, clout chasing for fame and fortune. Just throw God out the mix. And he's the one that wakes us up every morning and gives us breath and gives us sight and gives us hearing and to be able to think and to problem solve. And right now, the masses, the youth right now, they're idol worshiping their rap, the rappers and then the professional athletes. So whatever the professional athlete says or the rapper says, they're going to go do. Whatever they wear, they're going to wear. Right? It's called being an influencer. So when a rapper comes out and he starts rapping positivity and uplifting and enlightening and in teaching, then he's blackballed. He's not on the For You page. He's not on the Explorer page. He doesn't have a million followers. He doesn't have a thousand views. He's shadow banned. Or in fact, his page is uh, warning, action, I mean, you know, warning, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna uh, ban your page. We're gonna delete your page. Cause you're not conveying that message. You gotta convey ignorance. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta convey hate. You gotta, your message gotta be hate, ignorant, brutality, drug abuse, gang violence, gun violence, and then you'll be famous. Then you'll go viral. Yeah, if you talk about violence, or you show a video of violence, or you show girls, you know twerking or being naked or showing her, her showing her camel toe or her breast then you're going to be you're going to be famous you're going to go viral every time you post or you're showing your body you're going to go viral but if you're on here talking about listen this is how you do your start a printing company or this is how you get your llc or this is how you flip houses or this is how you get uh, you know, contracts to buy homes and then sell them to an investor. Anything that you're doing that's positive, they shadow banning your page. Your followers are not seeing your content. I did a case study. I, I already did it. I did those three, four different videos and then those, the negative ones went viral. The positive ones, nothing. So you just got to recognize or what the what the what the mission statement is? Like, look, look at my live now because I'm talking about this. People coming on and then people leaving because nobody wants to hear it because you know they because they, they, they know they part of the process. They're the ones doing it because they've been taught to do that. Like all the female rappers, they think that they have to go get a BBL and then go on stage with a thong up their ass showing all their cheeks and all their breasts and tattoo their bodies all up and then talk as nasty as possible and cuss as, as like a sailor for you to become successful. And then that's who they push in the forefront. Music is trash, whack, but you're exposing your body and you're doing that and sex sells and it's demonic. It's demonic behavior. You know when 
the devil was cast out of, out of heaven, that's what he said he was going to do. He said he was going to mislead as many people as possible into the day of resurrection, into the last day when we are all risen and then we're all going to be judged for what we did on this earth. So you better make sure you've done more good than bad. And I, I ain't never been no saint and I ain't never been no angel. But I know that I strive every day to do more good than bad. You know, from the simplest things, from just making somebody smile or open, holding the door or letting somebody turn in front of you to get into a, you know, intersection or a four-way stop sign. Go ahead, man. Just go ahead. Like today, I caught a flat <laughs> on my way to go pay my car insurance. And that was a nightmare. I called Triple A. Well, I tried, to, I tried to change the tire myself, and I couldn't get this one last boat off because it was stripped. So I called Triple A. They came. The guy couldn't do it either. So they was like, we're going to call a tow truck. Now, mind you, it was hot as hell, and I was sitting out there damn near three hours in that sun, dog. I started to feel sick. So I, I walked to the dollar store and got me a Gatorade, and I got a Coke, and I got a water. I drank all three of them, too. Well, anyway, so then he said, I had tow trucks on the way. It should be there in about 40 minutes. Man, you know what I did? I tightened my bolts back up, and then I, I, I Googled it, and I seen it was the Pet Boys about 500 feet up the street. So I drove my car with the flat to Pet Boys. I went in the Pet Boys, and they did it. They, they popped that that thing off and I bought five brand new lug nuts and they put my donut on for me. So now tomorrow I gotta go and get my tires and my front tires put on. So there was a challenge mentally and physically and emotionally because it took my whole day from me. I was supposed to get things done today. And I was supposed to go to the city and post up and sell some merch too. Because I promoted it on my social media that I'll be there today. And people have been hitting me in my damn, yo, we didn't see you, bro. You wasn't even there. Yeah, I had a flat. I got a flat, bro. That was terrible. So I just came home. I said, you know what? I came home, I took a shower. I ate my dinner and I just took a little nap. Then I woke up and then I came in here and said, let me create, let me do a podcast. Let me get this get this off my chest. Because what society is. When I seen that, that mayor or that city or the governor of uh, the mayor of Philadelphia speaking like that on the news conference, real harsh and talking about he's going to lock all the kids up, all the youth that's outside running amok. No, why don't we? Where's all that money at from the stimulus, stimulus money? Because the roads are still all trash. Like, where's all that money at? We should take that money and create some type of program or open some type of warehouse and start making sneakers or something to create jobs, internships, entrepreneur programs, you know, positive stuff, videography, music production, stuff that's going to redirect the child's mind to live in a more positive lifestyle. Now, I was watching the Phillies game today. And they were playing the Marlins. So I'm sitting there watching the Florida Marlins, and damn near like 90% of their team is all Latinos, like Dominicans. 
And I said, well, damn, you got all these Dominicans in Major League Baseball making millions and millions and millions of dollars. Now, you know, a million dollars in the Dominican Republic, you're, you're a billionaire, basically. Right? So why is the Dominican Republic still a slum? Why is it a slum? You take all the Dominican players that are playing in Major League Baseball right now, and everybody put up a hundred thousand dollars. There's got to be at least a hundred of them in Major Leagues. All right, everybody put up a hundred thousand dollars. We're gonna take this hundred thousand dollars, and we're gonna go one street at a time, and we're gonna knock those huts down, and we're gonna build homes, and we're gonna put asphalt roads. And we're going to put water, we're going to put plumbing, we're going to put sewer, we're going to put traffic lights, we're going to put lights, we're going to fund the police department, we're going to fund the hospitals, build brand new hospitals. I mean, but this is the mindset of the people who've been programmed. So if you make a million dollars, you'd be like, oh, no, this is my million dollars. I'm going to go buy me a half a million dollar house and a $200,000 car and a $100,000 chain, and a $50,000 watch, and then I'm going to ride around my neighborhood that's just tore up from the floor up, and everybody's going to say, oh, there he is. Oh, they go, Hoostar. Yo, Hoostar, you the man, bro. Oh, that's nice. Follow, I'm going to follow you. Follow, I'm following you. Y'all said you had some steak and shrimp and some rice and beans and a bottle of champagne. And some pretty women with BBLs all around you. You're so cool. We're the only culture in the world that do not put our money together to stick together to build generational wealth for the community itself. Like everybody is so selfish. It's mine. It's mine. Even the, even the kids, like, like a couple of my baby moms when I met them and I went to, to their house, to their houses, and been around their family, and I started seeing how they act. They were like, "You better not touch my chips. You better not eat my cereal. You better not drink my juice. Who touched my juice? Who drank this? Who did that?" Like, so that's where it starts at at home. The selfishness, not here in my house. We don't play that. When I go food shopping. Whoever's here, you know, respectfully, we eat. I cook dinner, everybody eats. I make breakfast, everybody eats. I make lunch, everybody eats. What is, the snacks, they're for everybody. The cereal, it's for everybody. It's not this your box, that's your box. That's your, no. The cereal, everything that comes in this house is for whoever's under this roof. And we're going to eat, and we're going to pray, and we're going to work out, and we're going to learn how to play sports, and we're going to do music production, video production, podcasting, airbrushing, painting, drawing, printing, bicycle riding, basketball, baseball, football, lawn care, carpentry, electricity, plumbing. This is a whole university right here. This is what you got to teach your kids, man. And then you got to you got to watch what your kids is listening to, and what they're watching every day. I 
I know society is pushing this negative, negative energy to our youth. And now the youth are all outside, man, just shooting each other and killing each other like it was a sport. Like it's a video game. Like you get shot and then you can just beam up and be like, ah, start over. Start the game over. You get a new life. No, you don't. I look at that kid, the two kids that went in Las Vegas to go rob a smoke shop. And they went in there with the fucking masks on. And the guy's like, yo, why y'all wearing those masks in here? The guy, the kid even asked him. He's like, oh, no, nah, no. Nah. And then the dude reached over the counter and grabbed him. He's like, yo, what you doing, man? Then the dude started to jump over the counter and he, and he hit his arm and he jumped back over. Then the other guy ju- actually jumped over the counter. So I grabbed, grabbed himself in the, and the, and the cashier that was working, he pulled out his knife and started stabbing that kid. He must have stabbed him like nine times on his shoulders, his legs, his arm. And the kid's like, oh, man, I'm dead. Oh, man. Like, he, like it's a video game. Like, it was a joke or something. He's like, oh, man, he got me, man. I'm dead. Oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. Oh, I'm dead. Like, what? And his boy left. Ran out of there. I don't know how that turned out. Did they catch them? Or did he die? Anybody know? Let me know. Hit me in the comments. Hit the like button. Hit the share button. And go click the link in the bio and go tune into the podcast, man. Come check out the merch. Come check out the radio station. Go follow my artist and go stream all his music. His name is Quackstar. Q-U-O-X-K star. Like all the content I create, and you hear the music playing on the backdrop, it's his music. You know? I distribute it and I publish his music under my label, Hustar Entertainment. So... Today's podcast, you know, the topic was about hip-hop 30 years later and where it is. Yes, it's been commercialized, and yes, a lot of artists are making a lot of money, and the label's making a shitload of money. Look at that uh, dude, Leo Korn. He just sold Young Thug's whole catalog, his masters and everything, for $400 million and leaving them in the feds to rot. And that's not culture vulture. I don't know what is. He just sold his whole catalog. Google it for four hundred million dollars. And then the labels be getting life insurance on the artists. They be putting life insurance on the artists. Yes, they do. So the business is like real, real. Well, now it's transparent. It's, it's, just, it's out there in the forefront. It's just crazy, man. So look, put your 3D glasses on. Turn your hearing aids up. Keep your head on the swivel. And keep the haters on the sideline, man, because they watching. Anybody feeding you negative energy, block them. Ignore them. Don't answer them. Don't answer their texts. Don't answer their calls. Don't answer their DMs. Don't answer their comments. None of that. But I'm keep watching, though. Let them keep watching you progress. All right? So I'm Ali. This has been Respect the Game, the podcast, episode 188. And I'm out. Peace.
So what you tryna do? Pretty little brown skin, your body is amazing too. I fell in love from the first time I saw you. Oh, had to have you, yeah. had to make oh, you my boy. Yeah. Make you love to you in a private jet. Hey, you my bird, but you a gangster. You tryna rip the scene. You know where I'm from, where I'm from, baby. I get respect. And they know, man, so I won't let them treat me like I'm less than that. I tell my unit comes in rainbows. Huh? That ain't what it is. Nah, 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 nah. I tell my Glock nine and Dracos and Curbins and Evans. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, that's the real make I'm strong going all night about this cup and this hip perk. I swear this wood here got me hot, but this hip perk give me a honey feel. Okay, Said I don't wanna leave you, I don't wanna leave you. I'm here to stay, I'm here to stay. I don't wanna leave you, I don't wanna leave you. Let's stay up, let's stay up, let's stay away, let's stay up, let's stay away. Okay, let's stay away. So I take you to the hill with all the gangsters Let me take you to the hill, you can post up all the bangers I swear, up. baby, you so toxic and so perfect, I'm so in But let me get you to the crib, bend you over, let, let me blow you back, back. I uh. said, girl, I ain't got all night, so what you tryna do? Pretty little brown skin, uh. your body is amazing too uh. I yeah. fell in love from the first time yeah. I met you uh. Live with now, she still was, yeah, I know what I got like That's a, I, 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 I